If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi, this is Greg Kilstrom. Welcome to the Agile World Podcast, where we discuss customer experience, employee experience, and transformation in an Agile age. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at theagile.world and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, a blueprint for creating an experience-led organization, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile World Podcast. I'm excited to introduce part three of a special three-part series about content and CX, brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. Today, we're going to talk about the real-world application of content strategy in today's enterprise, where personalization at scale is critical. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome back to the show Burke Beekler and Steve Householder from Tech Systems' digital experience team. First, why don't you both tell me what you do at Tech Systems? Yeah, thanks, Greg. So I lead uh, Tech Systems Global Services, the digital uh, practice and delivery worldwide. Uh, yeah, I uh, have uh, been with Tech now for, for over 20 years, and um, I look after the digital and creative division, uh, mostly as it relates to talent services um, at Tech Systems, so uh, happy to be here. Thanks, Burke and Steve. Uh, thanks for joining us again on the show. Let's get started by discussing some real-world examples of companies that are executing content strategy well. Uh, do any companies or industries come to mind that are best in class when it comes to content and customer experience? Yeah, so a thought there, Greg, this is a fun space to, to look at these days because there's a lot of brands and organizations that are really advancing their capabilities in the space. Um, you know, a couple that come to mind, I know Steve probably has a couple as well that I, I interact with is uh, Nordstrom uh, Trunk Club, uh, which is a terrific way as you're, as you're getting clothing to align personalization and desires of, you know, what you typically buy when you, when you go to the store and kind of aligning that to an online experience as well. I thought they've done a very good job in that space. Um, another one in, in a similar industry is, is Filson, which is American Heritage Outerwear Clothing and Bags uh, that do a really nice job um, as you interact with the website, um, consume the content and really understand how it's personalized for you. Uh, both those, uh, in my mind, do a really good job. Yeah, I think those are phenomenal examples, Burke. Um, you know, when I think of best in class, uh, I think, uh, man, honestly, post, the poster child for content marketing for me is Red Bull. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just the way they showcase amazing athletes in, expre- in, in extreme sports, uh, just phenomenal. And, and the thing that, uh, the element I like that they do the most is they didn't, they kind of went against the grain. They didn't necessarily segment audience demographics you know we're not gonna we're gonna focus on a youth between the ages of 18 and 25 what they did is they answered questions about their audience how would a bmxer feel 
about a piece of content? How would a surfer feel about uh, a piece of their content? And they matched the passion levels of their audiences uh, to the content that they were serving up to them through multiple channels. And then what happened? Well, when there's a choice, they chose Red Bull. Hugely effective. You know, that brand for me, when it, when it comes to content, it sets the bar pretty high. Great. So now let's talk a little bit about ways that organizations plan and execute great content strategies. Uh, what do companies need to consider in terms of planning uh, when it comes to content strategy? Yeah, so we, we covered this a little bit in, in episode number one, and, and I think it's a great question to, uh, to, to get to, Greg, because you know, when you think about content strategy, particularly the planning around that, um, there are a lot of individual steps that are going to take place, no matter, no matter what your objectives are, right? Um, you know, if you're talking about a holiday strategy, if you're talking about a particular campaign, there's going to be a lot of st- steps rolled into that. Um, I, I always find it, it, it effective to help customers understand that it's always about, number one, identifying your business goals, right? What, what is it that you want to achieve? Um, you know, making sure you do the correct inventory and identification of the content types that work best for your organization. Um, and, you know, don't, don't churn out essays or don't churn out, you know, blogs on your site if, if nobody's reading them. Become a true resource for your potential customers, right? And, and serve them as effectively as possible. Um, you know, we've, we've worked with a lot of different organizations, um, over the years. Um, you know, one of our clients, which is a leading hospitality brand is, is a great example of, you know, taking that business first approach to their digital experience and content experience, you know, by focusing on the, the KPIs that matter most to them. Um, you know, one example that they were really leveraging in on was revenue available per room and, you know, they can look at the growth on particular brands or traffic for direct bookings to provide data for measuring progress on that particular KPI, again, which is serving their business directly. And organizations that really operate with that central definition in their approach have a significant competitive advantage over other organizations that don't. What are some common themes across companies that do content and personalization and CX well? So I'll, I'll name a few off, off the top of my head. I mean, number one, it kind of alluded to this previously, is measurement, right? So if you're using a content management system to manage your website, your your presence online, you got to ask, right, what's the goal? Is it sales? Is it support? Is it brand, recruitment, you know, commerce? Um, you know, it's striking to us how many marketers have difficulty answering just that basic question, first of all. Um and, you know, if, if the websites or content strategy kind of primary goal is unclear, it becomes extremely challenging to measure its success, right? Uh, the metrics in the business become misaligned. And, you know, the response we, we sometimes see is that if it's everything to everybody, then oftentimes it's actually nothing to anyone. Yeah. Yeah, that's great, Bert. <clears throat> so just my thought on this, uh, you know, and we, we hit on it maybe on the, the, the last podcast a little bit more, but, but certainly um, organizations that really leverage data, and it's not a surprise to the people that are listening, but, but the democratization of that data, the ability for the organization culturally to want to share that data 
you know, the touch points along the customer journey and stitching them together and making sure that, you know, everybody's aligned and um, that, 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 that we are, are nailing that um, is key. Of course, urgency and empathy uh, around, um, you know, getting initiatives lifted off the ground and, and to the degree that we understand our, our target audience is absolutely huge. Um, teams of people that are uh, empowered and dedicated uh, to solving uh, some of these opportunities and challenges that go along with CX. And then certainly uh, technology is what enables it, right? The right technology choices, optimized, integrated, and working to their fullest potential, absolutely critical. But on top of all that, Greg, and this is the biggest piece from my perspective, is if the culture of the organization is obsessed with the customer across the organization and how personalization and CX take shape, you, and when I say um, obsessed, I'm, it's just woven in the fabric of the culture. Um, you know, you know, where is the customer on the org chart? Well, they aren't on there, right? Yeah. But they need to be. Yeah. They need to be the most important thing on there because that's what's keeping everybody, um, you know, engaged and alive inside the organization. So, you know, that kind of just uh, culture um, really just kind of encompasses everything else. Uh, that we've been talking about. I mean, would you say, and I totally agree with with what you just said. I mean, would you say that it's that customer empathy that really creates helps create good content? Is that kind of what you're saying? A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I think um, we have a we have a saying around here uh, in, at tech. It's it's called with them. You know, what's in it for me, right? Yeah. And that's how we kind of use to 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 get people to do things. What I think every organization needs to start a a. Um, a, a meeting with is uh, the Wiftica. What's in it for the customer? Nice. Right? right. What's in it for the customer if we do this, if we do that? What's in it if we don't? Right? So, yeah. so, so just starting from there and then letting, you know, the strategies evolve, evolve the decisions evolve, you know, the urgency and the empathy, of course, that we talked about uh, evolve and, and take shape. And then, of course, measuring all of it. Yeah, and it, I would agree. I mean, as, as you continue to hone in on the empathy piece, um, you know, you really use that information to make the content and that outreach feel more native and personalized, right? It helps. Yeah. It's, it's a virtuous circle that, that happens. And then, you know, the other, the other kind of common theme we see is around simplicity, right? We also want to make sure, and a lot of customers have already done this, but, but many have not, is it's just ease of use. Our you know, the service and information channels that you guys are using optimized for even mobile, right? Making sure that that's always in place as a given. And if it's not, it's got to get in place ASAP. Yeah, yeah. What's the role of uh, creative studios in helping organizations deliver on great content strategy? Yeah, that's a great question. So, Greg, we see creative studios um, as a concept of being very critical uh, to digital capability that helps organizations insource work and take more control over their, um, in many cases, kind of work being done today with high cost marketing agencies. Um, so when we talk about a creative studio, what do we mean? What, what we're saying is that it's a dedicated creative team that can be embedded on site with your existing team or off site working remotely. And we see a lot of customers struggle with needing to offload the quote-unquote busy work, right? The time-consuming precision tasks like design production, uh, content production, and doing that at scale so that they can focus on the more impactful business 
and strategic decisions they need to be doing uh, as an organization. Um, and in addition, there are other important tasks that need to be done, like hiring, training, mentorship that can be very time intensive. But when you have an organization like Texas Zoom's Digital that can help do that with quality and scale, it really helps our customers be the best that they can be from, from a business perspective and then augmenting that in-house talent. Great. Well, finally, uh, let's talk about some lessons learned for companies that might be struggling with their content strategy. Are there any uh, pitfalls or learning opportunities for companies as they navigate their CX journey? Yeah, so, um, you know, when we see customers that really do this well, um, you know, just like w with anything related to digital or just development overall, what we always strive for and help educate customers on is test, learn, and improve, right? So as you navigate customer experience, as you navigate digital, as you navigate content, you know, once you've established that baseline set of measurements for success, like we've talked about previously, what I like to say is the real fun begins. Um, you know, testing and personalization offer you know, marketing leaders and, and staff the opportunity to analyze the customer behavior, to identify patterns, you know, create differentiated experiences within the channel. And by testing the performance of those messages and different types of engagement against, against your KPIs, the business is able to always continually refine and optimize performance. And that's a critical success factor because you're not gonna get it right out of the gate. But if you test, learn, and improve always, you're gonna, you're gonna have good success. Yeah, I agree so much. You know, it, it, if, if I'm listening to this um, and, and I, I'm asking myself one question, uh, do you have a strategy and a roadmap that you just love? that you love that delivers the quantifiable results and measurements that you're looking for as it relates to CX, content, um, and, and really all of it. Uh, and, and when I say measured, if you're still uh, measuring, you know, old school things like net promoter score or customer satisfaction results, you know, that's not going to be good enough. Uh, moving forward, the demands of the people that are in control of the budgets, the CEO, the CMO, the CFO, certainly, they're going to want to see tangible ROIs. Man, Measuring personalization, measuring the value of content, it's, it's, it's tricky for some organizations. Some organizations have really nailed it, right? Um, Tech Systems Digital can help you, you know, get a little bit better at understanding how to um, identify those tangible results and then showcase them, which can cause budgets to swell, initiatives to get funded, and, you know, progress to be made towards that uh, strategic initiative. So, you know, those would be some of the highlights that I would say around pitfalls and challenges that I hear and see organizations make on a daily basis. Great, thanks. Well, Burke and Steve, thanks so much for joining the show. Uh, for those listening, what is the best way to keep up with what you and Tech Systems Digital are doing in the area of content and content strategy? Great, Greg. Well, yeah, as, as, as in previous episodes, please go to the texasus.com uh, digital website and, uh, and, and look at our version Next Now campaign series, and all this content will be contained therein. Great. If you'd like to hear more uh, from Burke and Steve, go back and check out parts one and two of this podcast series about content and CX. Again, I'd like to thank Burke Beekler and Steve Householder from Tech Systems Digital for joining the show. You can learn more about content strategy and tech systems at techsystems.com. Thanks for listening to The Agile World with Greg Kilstrom. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile World podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. 
You can learn more and get a copy of my latest book, The Center of Experience, from my website at theagile.world or on Amazon or other retailers. Until next week, stay agile. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.